alphamedia.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The Gamezilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Diamond Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. Gamezilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle. Suck it, nerds, is what I said to everybody in Call of Duty this weekend, so I said it once, because I played awful. Okay, and our producers, Dead Eye Knight, ah, 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 please. Call me by my new proper name. Which is? The Mustache King of Michigan! <laughs> no, no. No, you don't, you don't deserve Look that name. Look at this mustache! No, you don't deserve that name. <laughs> Alright, well, let's, uh, let's bring in the face of Switch and our other producer, Testonomics. To be fair, I don't really produce anything nowadays. Yeah, so do. I, I don't, I'm not really a producer. Do you go in and delete emails that have been read? Not anymore. But have you? Yeah, back when I was also producer, doing, I was also producer, doing video at that point. Though. Do you contribute dollars to this thing that we do here? No. Sometimes. Did you recently? Yeah, but that's also what I was producer, making. That's also what I was making producer, video content though. Do you want to be a bigwig and just have your name up in the stars? Man, producer. I'll, I'll think of a good title for next week. He produced free tacos for us today. He did. He's producer. Catering I guy. I did bring tacos. There we go. All right. That sounds like a producer. Producer Testonomics, welcome to the show. Hi. Episode two thirty-five of the Games Little Podcast, brought to you by our lovely patrons. As a patron, your contribution goes to the continued support and growth of Gamezilla Media. With four unique levels of access, starting at just one dollar per month, you can get early access to this show. What better way to treat the one that you love? with an early gift of GameZilla Media. Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Early gift of what? Um, amazingness. <laughs> free tacos, apparently. I thought you were going to be like holiday gift <laughs> or something. Free tacos not guaranteed. <laughs> Don't promise anyone yeah. anything like that. I wasn't guaranteed free tacos today, but I got them. Just saying. Stuff happens free, when you're with GameZilla. Free tacos are never guaranteed. I'm gonna hit Jazzy. Yeah, uh, yeah, do now it. Now you see, you see, you're in proximity. Now we have this new seating arrangement. Jazzy's gonna get hit from multiple angles. I'm glad I'm not the only one that gets angry and just wants to punch him. Like, look at him right now. <laughs> I just want to hit him. Oh, he's got that face. I know. Anyways, I, I can see, I can see the rage. the jealousy and envy in your eyes. You look at this mustache, <laughs> and I can see you're like, damn, that's a fine mustache. Man, what did we learn about jealousy yesterday? It's it's more dangerous than diabetes. We heard that at a rap song at <laughs> oh. the Detroit Pistons game. Oh, that seems about By a Native American <laughs> rapper named Superman. That seems uh, accurate. That seems accurate. I gotta send a couple of uh, <laughs> pictures to the meme king in our group, The Glitch, of like a picture of me and then a picture of that busted ass remote control and pieces everywhere and it puts equally abused. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's pretty accurate as well. Alright. Let's get into some team talk. Gladly. Ah. Testonomics. 
gaming moment of the week. As we just passed the Thanksgiving holiday. Hallelujah. With how easy it is to bring my Switch and its complete setup to house to house, I took it to my uncle's house for Thanksgiving. While we were there, I hooked up and played some Towerfall Ascension with six people for the first time ever. And it was more entertaining to everybody who was there than the Lions game was. Legitimately, we had I had people were swapping out, you know, Joy-Con people were handing it off to cousins and uncles and people that never played video games before. They're like, oh, it's just these four buttons. Like, yeah, jump, shoot, dash, and then, you know, control your character. And we played a ton of six-person Towerfall Ascension, and it was wild. You could set like the uh, like the kill count you need to get in the uh, headhunter mode. I think you had to win when you got twenty, so it went on for a minute because you could do that with six people. And uh, yeah, it was just a ton of fun. That's good. I mean, I don't know if I could compare it to the Lions game. There wasn't a lot of uh, hope there. Forward down the field, a team that always loses on Thanksgiving. I don't know if they always lose. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely lost this Thanksgiving. All right. Deadite, gaming moment of the week. My gaming moment of the week took place in scenic southern Indiana. Yes. Seymour, Indiana. I was sent there for a, a, little, a little work trip. And uh, I, you know, I frequent when I when I travel, I, I go to the shadiest places that I can. So I was like, oh, look, a pawn shop. Let me see what's going on in there. <laughs> I get in there and they had, they had a bunch of junk, you know, nothing good in the way of retro games. Just a bunch of like PlayStation 3 copies of Madden and stuff what? like that. That's gold. Yeah. I mean, they have a Calvin copy. They didn't have any Calvin copies because oh, you, yeah, trash. you and I enjoyed it to the ground. Enjoyed some Calvin copy within the year of 2018. So, mm-hmm. um, got no, it for 99 cents. So I'm looking through the glass case where they just have like ev- every cheap dollar store digital camera mm, yeah. and, and like top notch Bluetooth waterproof speakers just all piled up. And then I, I see, I see something that, that that causes there to be a twinkle in my eye. I see there's a jawbone. I know it. You know, you know how I like to have a Bluetooth so I can I can talk. Yeah, like it looks like I'm talking to myself, but mm-hmm. I'm on my phone. Yeah, that's what it was. No, it was not not <laughs> a jawbone. I don't even know they still make those. It was an eight bit do NES thirty, which is the no one know, knows what that is. No, no one knows what it is. Get it, get on the no nerds. I know. Okay. It, it it's a it's a Bluetooth controller that has the a sort of a layout of an NES controller. It's a rectangle controller, but they give you the four face buttons instead of two. Plus, they had some shoulder buttons, and uh, it if you update the firmware, is compatible with Nintendo Switch. Mm, yes, I think I know this. You might be aware, and so I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I don't know, twenty bucks. Even at twenty bucks, that's a pretty good deal. But I'm not going to pay twenty bucks for it. And so I asked the guy, I was like, yeah, I guess I'm uh, I'm interested in looking at that, like, video game controller thing in there. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, okay. And he pulls it out. And it's kind of, like, dirty and, and a little marked up. And I was like, uh, I don't know, man. It's not really in that good of shape, but it's it's kind of cool. Um, I don't know. Would you, would you do 15 bucks for it? And the guy's like, uh, yeah, maybe. Like, do, do you know what this thing does? And I was like, uh you play games with it, right? You know, I'm just trying to play dumb. You seem like I don't really even really want it that bad. You know, just trying to, trying to, you know. Oh, yeah, but he knew. He yeah. knew. He had then, you. The guy's like, I think you can, like, hook this into your phone, but you got to download a special app. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. The guy's like, all right, man, 15 bucks. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. So 
I did some wheeling and dealing. Joke's on you. He bought it for a dollar. <laughs> he probably did. Some kid, so he probably, some little kid's like, I don't know how to make this he work. He trash picked that yeah. bad boy. It's still the box. It came with the box and everything. And a, and a charging cable that doesn't work. Um, <laughs> sure enough, got home, updated that firmware, got, got it hooked up to the Switch, and boom, I was playing those uh, NES online games in style. Boom. 30 minutes of fun, then it died and he can't charge it. No, the battery's fine. So you got 15 bucks for that instead of paying what did Nintendo want for their version of it? What do they want, 60 or $80? <laughs> 60 I thought. There's 60 bucks for yeah. two of them. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. It, it was one of those things that like it, it felt like a conquest, and I, I also liked the wheeling and dealing aspect. I liked that I uh, I played dumb and it worked out for me. Yeah, I mean, in your head. Again, he got that for a, for a dollar. That's fine. So he made, he made I still didn't pay 20 for it. That's true. It's still $15 is a good deal on that controller. I agree. But good, good stuff, good stuff. Jazzy Fiddle, gaming moment of the week. I had my game room carpeted this weekend, so I had to take all my gaming stuff and shove it into the laundry room. So I played three and a half hours of Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. There you and, go. And uh, it was it was fun until my game room carpet was completed, and I brought my PS4 back out, and then I didn't haven't played it since. It's all been Call of Duty because it was double XP weekend. Grimlock was bored and he kept saying, man, you want to play Call of Duty? I'm like, he's like, no, we got six people on. And I'm like, no. yeah, sure, I'm, I'm in. Okay, that was true for one night. But then after that, I was getting texts from Jazzy Fiddle saying, Cod question mark? Cod question mark? Well, yeah, I and need I you to save me. I, I need just you to save him me. with like, you know, some weird white powder on his mouth and like itching his neck. Like, you got that, you got that, you got that cod for him? You want to play some cod guys? Huh? Wait, why why would the cod? white powder have been on his mouth? Because yeah. he's always eating powdered sugar donuts yeah. and that gets him all amped up the game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I blueberry He's pancakes. He's not a clean blueberry drug dealer, man. <laughs> blueberry pancakes with powdered sugar on yeah. it that morning. Okay. I wasn't going straight I for the eat nose. Jeez. Like in a trough because they're so good, you just don't waste time with a fork. I've done it. Anyways, that's my gaming moment of the week is, uh, yeah, lots of COD, uh, double XP weekend. It was fun. We got our first uh, full squad. Do you want to talk about that? We did surprisingly better than I thought we were going to do. Yeah, that's that That was actually the shocking moment, right? Yeah, especially because with double XP, all of your, like, prestige guys come out, right? So all of your big dogs that have, like, played the game, like, way too much and are, like, already prestige 8 and 9 and we're over here, like, a couple people on a team are prestige 1 or 2. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I thought we were going to get slaughtered by these guys. And I'm pretty sure out of 6 six rounds as a full squad we only lost one so one five and one yeah it was pretty good yeah i thought for sure when just like when you think of overwatch uh when we ran full squads it would match you up against full squads and we generally would get destroyed and uh here it didn't uh, seem to do that we would be a full squad and it would, like the other team might have three people on a on a team but it didn't uh match us up against like a pro team that just crushed us so uh yeah we had a good time and and uh Baxi Baby, Sci-Fi AJ, really enjoying uh, his COD pickup. And um, even Spidey came out and, and joined us and uh, dusted the rust off and showed that he's still uh, still got some skill. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. And then I did play some Pokemon Go, uh, Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, and I got my Snorlax, so I'm pretty happy about that. Snorlax is a peel. That's right. I really like that game. Jazzy, before we move on, I just want to bring up something that you told me. I think everyone here 
has said the same thing. And, and I know this because today at lunch was the first time Deadite goes, man, I haven't even seen your Switch yet. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. So I pull, you know, I'm getting ready to play Pokemon. He's like, and I'm playing with the Pokeball. He's like, man, isn't it great playing with one hand? And I was like, dude, <laughs> it is so awesome. I hate it. I said, except <laughs> I, I go, hate it. I go, unless your name's Jazzy Fiddle. I hate it. And I said, it's because there's something wrong with Jazzy. <laughs> Everyone yeah, else I know. I like, it. like I see my wife just in like a little ball, like in, in our giant beanbag chair, just like moving her little thumb out from under the, yeah. the the blanket she's under, just having the time of her life. I'm like, that's the best way to play Pokemon as relaxed as possible. Yeah. I've played more of uh, of Pokemon handheld because I like having it traditional. Damn it, test. Yeah, I'm just saying. I've pro- I've put over. Well, let's say you're I've, playing it one handed right now. I probably, <laughs> if I had to guess, if I had to guess, put that other joint joint out in your hand. I know it doesn't do anything, but just just do it. If I had to guess, <laughs> I put about 61 hours and 20 minutes into Pokemon so far. Yeah, and I bet you 50 hours of that's handheld. How many hours of that has been spent shiny hunting? <laughs> Oh God! Um, well, no, that's not true because you've streamed. Oh, you know, I did the two eight hour or the, the eight hour stream. So sixteen hours of this was on my television. The rest of this was handheld. Okay. So forty five hours handheld. I wasn't too far off with fifty. That's true. But shiny hunting, yeah, I probably spent forty hours shiny hunting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't. So then I don't hate it. Doesn't even matter. I don't hate it, and I, I like the Pokeball. That's not what he told me. And I enjoy the whole like throwing it and stuff like that. Like the the concern and the issue comes into play with me is Ooh, I'm so used to controlling the movement of my character with my left hand that putting that onto my right hand is super like mentally confusing. To then why me. don't really, you why don't you just use your left hand? Yeah, because then I click the buttons with my left hand and I'm used to clicking them with my right hand. Just don't just don't be an idiot. I think I think I figured it out. You're just really concerned this might affect your COD play, because you nothing can affect that. <laughs> like, if anything, it's gonna make it better. <laughs> like, if I play COD with one hand, probably maybe I should no. just get used to. No, we're yeah, not going right. there. All right. Anyway, sorry, I had to bring that up because you you had mentioned it at lunch today. I thought it was amusing. Anyways, that's what we're playing. We want to know what you're playing, and you can let us know on Discord. Join the Discord by going to gameslamedia.com. Right on the homepage, you can click that Discord button and talk with gamers from around the world every day. Hop into that Nintendo channel and tell Jazzy he's batshit crazy that he doesn't enjoy playing Pokemon one-handed. Because think of all the fun things you can do with that freehand. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster story of yours? Download Topic number one. Blizzard is doing a little something interesting here. Definitely unique. Definitely one of a kind. Original. Blizzard is reportedly making a Warcraft-themed Pokemon Go. Never done before. Never done. There's definitely not a Harry Potter one or a Ghostbusters one. Or or, a Pokemon one. Or a Pokemon one. Jurassic Park one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I play. 100%. It's way better than Pokemon Go. (laughs) Unoriginal. But for everyone here who has played a, at least a little bit of Pokemon Go, Blizzard is uh, reportedly going to take that concept, build it into a Warcraft world. And uh, even though the response to Diablo Immortal was, uh, you know, eh, 
it didn't go over that well. Blizzard remains optimistic about mobile gaming. Uh, according to a report at, uh, in Kotaku, another potentially gigantic project is up Blizzard's sleeve, and uh, they have an incubation department that they use there at Blizzard, uh, and they're going to be uh, building this Warcraft mobile game that is heavily influenced by Pokemon Go. The lead designer, Corey Stockton, also uh, of World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. okay, is apparently a huge Pokemon fan. And Kotaku's report says that many Blizzard employees play Pokemon Go competitively at the campus on a daily basis. The Warcraft project, however, is said to have a lot more to it than Pokemon Go and will include single-player elements. So, Jazzy, from someone who has played Pokemon Go, enjoyed it because I know you'll you know bring your sister and everything into this and talk about why, but you've enjoyed it to some extent... Now you bring in a world that did consume your life for so many years, and you mix it in with that addicting aspect of Pokemon Go. What do you think of this? I think too little, too late, like right off the bat. But then once they say there's going to be a, a single-player aspect to it, I, I immediately went to, can they make this into a mobile game that you play single player but it has some sort of like Pokemon Go aspect where you can collect things for your character or campaign um, in the world that you couldn't collect just by sitting in a seat and, and playing and I was like that could feasibly work because then it wouldn't be Pokemon Go <laughs> Pokemon Go clone right um, so it really is going to come down to what the single player aspects to this game are I think the biggest thing for me reading this article that kind of threw me off, though, is it was kind of like, everybody at Blizzard loves playing Pokemon Go. And even though the... Competitively. Uh, competitively, right? Yeah, yeah. Even though the f- the fans really didn't react well to Immortals, the people here at Blizzard actually love the mobile aspect of Immortals, and we're, we're, we think it's going to be a great thing. It's like, okay, well, yeah, if you think that's a great thing, and you think this is going to be a great thing, if the fans don't buy into it, you just made a... <laughs> a product that's going to make you no money. So you just spent all this time and effort into something that's not going to sell. But Jazzy, what if they were what if they were going to be Blizzard for once and make up a concept that's truly original? And they took this Warcraft Go concept and you could collect those items for your single player game and then you could transport them to the World of Warcraft game. You could actually share items between games. What if they did that? Never done before. Never. Pokemon definitely has never done it. That I'm aware of. No, I don't like it. I think it's an awful idea. <laughs> I don't. To me, this is weird because if you think think about Blizzard, you got World of Warcraft, right? They were they were the front runners. I'm not saying they're the first MMORPG, but they are the MMORPG. When you think of Overwatch. It was something from a. It was it was a, a disaster that they took a fragment of and they built something that was very that turned out to work really well. Now let's go look at Heroes of the Storm. It's not good. It's not it's not very popular because it's a straight ripoff. I don't want to say a straight ripoff. It's a clone of a MOBA. It's of a MOBA, right? Like there was already League. There was already Dota. There was already these games out there, and they just cloned it and they made their own style. You know, but you go look at their card game uh, with Hearthstone and. That actually has done very well in that sense of, yes, there's been card games, but they were one of the first 
successful digital card games that uh, you know has really grown into a competitive scene. But so when I look at Warcraft Go or whatever we want to call this thing, I look at it more like Heroes of the Storm. And I just think it's like I agree with Jazzy. It's too little, too late. You're just you're just trying to hop on the back end of this popularity bus and 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 grab a few bucks. But the amount of effort that might need to go into this game and and, and attention on a continuous you know continuous timeline is just is it really necessary? Could you use these resources elsewhere? I just found it funny because it. I had shortly before reading this article read an article about it was on Reddit, so it was more of a meme, but like or a spoof. But uh, somebody wrote something up about uh, the Activision CEO after acquiring Blizzard uh, was supposedly seen quoting or heard quoting the goal is to make is to take all of the fun out of making video games. <laughs> and mm. I was like, okay, so this article is saying that they have competitive Pokemon Go tournaments or whatever they're doing while they're creating video games at work but then this comes out and says like obviously is probably something that was made up or taken out of context but it's just funny how it's like this article over here saying that he's gonna get get blizzard to work and make sure that they're they're focused and on and on task and then these come out and saying we love to play video games so much while we're working that helps us create (laughs) yeah and i mean i guess to me like i've never worked in a uh, I've done I've done internship right, but I've never like worked at Blizzard. So, but I can imagine if it's anything like what I've seen, it's there's always gaming. I mean, there's gaming at our automotive company that we work for. Every lunch, there's a ta- there's at least one table that's that's video games. There's another table that generally can be board games, and then there's ping pong tournaments, right? So then so then you take you take the uh, yeah. So then you take that and you throw it into a video game world. Like, yeah, there's probably going to be some fun competition. I think I always go back to the game, the movie Grandma's Boy, and I think about like the fun scenes in that movie. And I go, man, that th- some of that has to happen at a game company. And I mean, they can be very excited for Diablo and stuff like that. But, but the fact of the matter is that the re- the reaction to this is not the greatest. I think. Uh, sorry, the reaction to Diablo is not very good. I think this one won't get as much hate because you are getting a Warcraft Three remake. Because you are, you do have expansions coming out, you know, for that just came out for World of Warcraft. You have things happening around the Warcraft IP. Diablo has been sitting stagnant for years, and then you're like, here's a mobile game, and everyone's like, wait, what? So. This one I think won't go as bad, but the, the the concern I have is when you bring in Activision into this is Pokemon Go is a, is very can be very cash grabby. Like, oh, you ran out of Pokeballs. Well, you know, you could just give me a dollar. Just give me a dollar. I'll give you some more Pokeballs. You know, it, it is very. Yes, you can get everything without money, but at the same time, if you want to be a little lazy, you can throw a little money my way, and that's what Blizzard is kind of going to build this around, which. When again you talk about Activision, it just kind of gets a little messy there. So I'm worried about Blizzard because they a year ago pulled everybody to work on some secret project, including one of the lead devs for World of Warcraft, and we really still haven't had that hit it out of the park. This is what everybody's been working on. This is it. This this, this is it. It's it. Warcraft Go. Awful. Battleborn uh, Go coming soon. Topic number two. 
League of Legends turns to Marvel Comics to explore the game's rich lore. I um I was when I read this today I almost thought to myself it's not real. That, yeah, I kind of I kind of like read it again like wait, did they actually contact them and then so Riot Games, the developer behind League of Legends, is partnering with Marvel Entertainment to bring League League lore to comics. Uh, a rare crossover for the 9-year-old multiplayer strategy game, the storytelling for which has mainly been kept to its website, the two companies are bringing a new graphic novel called League of Legends Ash War Mother that's set to come out next May. So, and they released some artwork for this uh, for this comic and instantly I got excited because I'm not good at League. I'm 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 okay at best. But I've always been interested in League because of the characters and this and these fragments of like story that I get. So like when I started to really like Lucian, and then Jazzy's like, well, yeah, but did you know that Lucian and Thresh hate each other because Thresh stole the soul of of his wife? And I was like, what? I didn't know any of this. He's like, yeah, well, you gotta go on the website and read that. And I'm like, listen, I I'm not I don't read memoir cards, okay? I'm not I'm not a bungee bitch. So. But a little bit. But a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I eventually broke down and watched some of it, okay? When they started making animated videos, I was into it. But still, this is a cool concept because one of my favorite parts of League is that as a MOBA, you don't need to have much, like, story, right? You don't need to have much of anything, but League does. And I just wanted them, I want them to start doing more with it, and here we are teaming up with none other than Marvel to create... Uh, some League of Legends comic books, graphic novels, and yeah, I'm really excited. It's a smart move by them, cause, and I know they put so much effort and time into, um, back in July, I believe, they dropped Rune Terra Awaits, which is the interactive map that tells you all of the lore behind the different areas and what champions are from where and what, you know, uh, groups they associate themselves with and stuff like that. Um, it's just smart on Riot and, and Marvel's side, because the lore that Riot has put into its champions is so deep that they can easily turn this into bankroll. Like oh, it's yeah. not just your basic, oh, you have to you have to play League of Legends in order to understand these stories. What Marvel and Riot can do with these characters is build that story in the comics that you don't need to be a League fan in order to enjoy. Yeah, I think, I mean, and that's true too, is that people can get into this. Um, I don't buy a ton of comics anymore. Like, I'll buy some of my favorite, like, artists, like, um, variant covers and stuff. I, I, this is actually something where, like, I will go out and buy these comics. This will get me back into the comic book store to pick these up. And uh, this collaboration is, it, like, we just talked about the Ash is the first one, but they are they are going to be making a series. And the stuff that was on the website, because they did, they did actually do some comics, but they were digital only. And those were, uh, according to Riot Games, those were tests to try, because I guess they were already in talks with Marvel, so they were testing what they wanted to try to do before they really sat down with Marvel and hashed it out. So that um, means we're just one step closer to Disney buying League of Legends. Ooh, that's yeah, that's a little scary. Yeah, it's Ugh. happening. Ugh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm. Jazz is gonna lose sleep over what I just <laughs> that's, said. That's true. <laughs> He's gonna be lying in bed at I'm night. Also like, oh, no. optimistic for you because the test um, 
comic that they did online was Miss Fortune's storyline, and um, in her backstory, she runs into Kench quite a bit. So, man, when you when those books come out, you just bring them here into the studio. I'll, I'll thumb through them. I like. I have no interest in League of Legends. I'd at least thumb through one of these books just because I mean, comic books are. It's fun to read stories, and comics are a great way. To be supplemental, enriching content for for other things. Like the example I can use that works great in my life is my favorite bands, Coheed and Cambria. They tell their stories of their music through comic books that yes. supplement. So if, you know, I can only imagine that the League of Legends aspect of it could even be so much better. Are these going to be just regular, like you know, twenty page paperback comic books, or are these going to be like full on graphic novels? I believe these are going to be more full-on graphic novels. Though I should be a little bit, a little bit more in depth than the standard comic. Or they might—I don't know. I guess it doesn't. Te- does it, it doesn't say in the article if it's going to be like, uh, you know, one of four, you know, one of four where they release the smaller comics and then after they release the, the graphic novel, try to get that extra couple bucks. Yeah, it, that is kind of a common move when it comes to comic books. But Jazzy will buy them all, and they'll he'll buy them all again. I would. I mean, I, I would too, I would, just yeah. for the, just for the covers. Because here's the other thing: Marvel is famous for having variant covers. So, are we going to get like this Ash comic? But it, you know, but it'll have three different versions. Hopefully, and like, could they get Scotty Young to like one of my favorite one of my favorite artists? Scotty. Could Scotty Young do a cover for the League of Legends? I'd yeah. be like, I'd be all over the it. The champions, each champion has how many skins? Like, it'd be super that easy too, to make yeah. variants on the, diff- the different skins, and then there could be variants of those skins. Like, it's yeah. just crazy what they could do with it. So, lastly, let's just give you a breakdown. Ash War Mother takes place in the icy region of Freyord. Freljord. Yep, and uh, brings a light uh, brings to light the origin story of Ash, one of League's original 40 champions. She often serves as a mascot for the game. As a warrior, Ash sets out on a dangerous quest and needs to work as a young leader to save her people. The story is written by Riot's senior narrative designer and writer Odin Austin Schaefer, who has worked on comic scripts and champion creation before. And the art created by Nina Vec- Ooh, wow. Vecruva, who's best known for working on the 2017 series Heavy Vinyl. So those are going to be your couple that are kind of heading up on this project. Um, Ash is one of my favorite characters, so the fact that they're starting off with this is pretty cool and that we're getting her origin story is uh, I- I'm all about it. I hope it goes over well because I'd love to see, like, if they did a project series comic book, I'd be in heaven. That'd be, that'd be one of my favorite where they take some of these characters they throw them into the future they've been cy- cybernetically enhanced against their will and they break away and they escape from this corporation that then comes after them it's just a, it's a cool cool scene cool setup but yeah so we'll see what happens but Marvel and Riot like there's two heavy hitters uh, teaming up now now before we get away from this uh, what non-League of Legends video game would you like to see made into a console? So that's a, that was one of the reasons why I picked this topic. So yeah, let's go around the room. We'll start with Deadeye. What is uh, what's a comic book video game you'd like to see turned into a comic book? It's tough because I'm I'm a crappy fan. The two video games that come to my mind already have comic books, and I haven't even bothered to read. Them. <laughs> There's <laughs> Borderlands books and Mortal Kombat <laughs> X books, and I haven't read any of them. I've come really close to buying them on Google, but I've never actually seen them physically in stores to actually to pick one up. I'm trying to think of what other video game I would be really excited to have. Johnny Moses Daniel Skiing, man. Man. <laughs> can we get can, can Fight we, Club. Can we get that Blitz the League? <laughs> Blitz the League. <laughs> Fight Club the graphic, <laughs> the novel. graphic novel. Fight Club the game Based the graphic the game, novel. Though, yeah, um, with Fred Durst. I'm trying to think of uh, another game that, that would actually be super cool. Um, 
I for some reason always think Battletoads. Battletoads would be a really cool. I feel cool like that'd comic be a good book. comic book. You get some you get if you got especially artwork done by um uh, what, his name's slipping my mind, but from uh, Invader Zim creator. Yeah. I would love to see some Battletoads in that art style. I don't know if they do have a comic series on this, because I just don't know much about the game series itself, but it always interests me on in what I've like watched people play. And then obviously with 4 coming out shortly, or or 5 at this point, I forget. Care Bears. Um, Care Bears. Gears of War. Like, that storyline just seems so interesting. Putting it into yeah. a comic, I think, would be super cool. I know they have books. Like, I know they're, they're, they definitely have some some novels out, but I don't know if there's any comics. If there are, they're not, uh, you know, they didn't team up with Marvel, that's for sure. That's pre- This is a big one. Because I think a lot of these comics that we are rambling off, it's like um, smaller comic uh, publishers that they're teaming up with. I, I know for me... I really would like to read the, the, the Zelda manga or some of the Pokemon manga. Yeah. But, man, I, ca- I can't read books the right way, let alone them being in reverse. <laughs> I, like, I, like, pick up the Ocarina of Time, like, manga, and I'm like, I wow. really want to read this, but there's no way my brain could read things from from right to left. I just couldn't do it, so I, I sadly give up every time. Test, what do you got for us? Overwatch. Oh yeah! Every, oh, every time yeah. there's ever a game that you know, how would you want to expand lore? Like, how would you want to get more lore, or what you know, what would you do if you could get more lore? I don't care what form it comes in. I just want to know more about the Overwatch universe. Yeah. So and, Overwatch has comics. Well, then I'm I'm not going to read them though. But they're origin only. They're just so like like I saw. Um, um. Oh man, what's the what's the turret making guy? Uh, tr- tr- uh, Char- 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. Anyways, I saw at uh, at a store. It was a little figure of him, and in in the backing was his comic book combined together. And they wanted fifteen dollars for that, and I was like, uh, no. But I thought it was cool that the comic book was there. But I agree with. Is that the first time you've ever balked at something being fifteen dollars? Yeah, because it was. You know what it was? <laughs> it was those blind box little um, backpack oh, backpack yeah, figures, yeah. and then and then a comic. And I was yeah. like, comics are three ninety nine at best. Okay, yeah. if I buy it day one. Which means you're charging me ten dollars for that little keychain backpack guy, and I just to me I was like, no thanks. Um, anyways, you made nine ninety nine. I probably would have bought it. Okay, it's five dollar difference. That's where that's where I'm at right now. That's where I'm happy with it. But I ag- I'm rubbing off on you. I agree. Yeah, I agree with Tess that I would um, even when I was especially when I was deep into Overwatch, I uh, I really wanted the MMO of this game, Titan or whatever it was called, right? Um, Jazzy, was it Titan? Something Titan? Whatever. Paladins. I wanted it. No, it it was Titan something. I kind of wished it didn't fail because I wanted more to this world than just this, like, shooter. And so I I totally agree that I would love more comics that explored these characters, explored their battles, and, and just their, you know, their relationships with each other. Um, it'd be super interesting. I ever, I've probably sat down like when I can't sleep, I'll flip through YouTube, and every now and again, I'll come across one of the like YouTube short clips, and that I'll, oh yeah, I forgot how good these were, and I'll flip through one, and I'll have to go through every character, and I sit there and watch them like every character because they're just so good. Like so, yeah. to have a comic series on it would be super cool. Yep. I think you should head on over to the Discord gameslimity.com jump into uh, gaming general and let us know what comic what video game would you like turned into a comic I'm curious to see what some of these answers are or you jump into the comics and manga channel and just take it over with speculation 
I forgot we even had that channel. That's a good call. I was just reminding you that. Thank you. Thank you. That's There's a lot I'm of just... channels in the Discord. We need to start, we need to start thinning out some of these nah, channels. I'm adding one like, more like, right now. <laughs> about which which channel do you want to see get rid of channel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're, vote off a channel oh. channel. Yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> what happens when that channel gets voted to get voted off, though? It can. It's a permanent We channel. just close the Discord. <laughs> topic number three is our Patreon news topic of the week. This is where you get to vote. If you're a patron of $5 or more, you can influence this podcast. That was really loud. That's all good. People <laughs> get the idea. You can influence this podcast. This podcast? This very podcast. This podcast. Yes. Like I think someone just paid me dollars so that you did that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that dollar. I'm running out of singles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but seriously, you can influence this show with items like this where topic number three is always a Patreon topic. We take two news topics. We put them up into a vote. You vote on them. The winner, we talk about. The loser, we make fun of, except for when there's a tie. It's a vote to the death. When there's a tie, you we just cancel the whole podcast. So it's been fun. We're done. Um, I don't think there's anything left. Just let's turn the lights off. For those of you listening, we have most of the lights off. We do. It's quite nice in here now. <clears throat> but anyways, uh, we do have two topics today. We're going to start with our first one. Fallout 76. Players launched so many nukes all at once. That they actually crashed the server. That was the title, at least. But really, it was three nukes from the three nuke locations, all targeting one city, and that was enough to crash the server yep. for anybody that was on that server. Yep. Don't piss off gamers. It was all PC gamers when they found out they couldn't get refunded. So a group of Fallout 76 players wanted to perform an experiment uh, which they would happen if they launch. What would happen if they launch multiple nukes at once? Turns out detonating too many bombs overloads the game and crashes the entire server. I don't know how many people are on each server. I don't know um, Bethesda's structure. I don't think I'm not even sure if it'll tell you, but that that might be behind doors type deal. But I br- we brought this topic up because first of all, it's it's. Another point in gaming where you just go, you look at a developer and you go, you didn't think that someone was going to try this? Like, really? It's different when it's like, hey, in Destiny, I took this dancing emote, and if I put my back up to this one specific wall and I dance my way into the wall, then I can glitch in and I can stand next to, like, the Eververse chick and take pictures with her. Like, yeah, okay, maybe you didn't catch that one. But when you have a nuclear bomb system, which is like the biggest, one of the biggest mechanics in your game, and you have three locations and you go, huh, I wonder what would happen if all three went off at the same time. Ah, that'll never happen on an MMO where everybody playing is an online person. Yeah, that'll never happen. It happened. Crashes servers. <laughs> you might need to you might need to work on your game here because that that that's going to be a problem here moving forward, because the whole nuclear concept is broken right now. Do you have an answer for me? I do. Uh, Fallout seventy six server population is between twenty four to thirty two players, and all will be marked on your mini map at all times. Really, that's it. I figured it'd be higher than that. Twenty four to thirty what? Two. Twenty four to thirty two. 
Huh. Not a lot of people. That's not, yeah. That's probably all they have playing this game. So that's why they, they come up with that. Anyway, I can honestly say I don't. I think fourteen has been the most I've ever seen on my mini map. Yeah. So okay. Anyways, the uh, the issue with the with the nuclear mecha- the nuclear issue is you have to go find like these uh, the nuke plans or whatever the, the codes. The codes. Yeah. But the problem is that once you find like the first slip, you can actually use websites now to generate the rest of the code for you. Hmm. So it takes about an hour, is what is what this article is saying. It takes about an hour, and you can have a full set of codes to launch. So three people being able to launch three nukes if you're working as a team within an hour, if they all go their on their own ways and do their thing, and can crash a server is a problem. That I figured you would have tested, but I guess not. So now this same group the beta is, tests never nobody nobody. Nobody, up with nobody reported it. Was a problem. it. Nobody yeah. reported it yet. Yeah. So now this group that's helping Bethesda out so much is decided they're going to do it again, but this time they're going to target separate cities and see if it's still ha- what happens. See if it's just one city because when the nuke hits, it it, uh, it it actually spawns a bunch of high level enemies and things like that. So they're thinking the fact that three of them hit in one spot broke the game because it was times three, right? It couldn't sit there and, and, and generate the three times worth of creatures and, and rad and roaches, all sorts of, yeah, it's nasty stuff. What are those real, real bad guys with the claws called? Rancors? Death claws? Death, Death, claws. Death claws. Sure. Also known as rancors. It's just depending on who you ask. I don't know anything about Fallout. I've never played one of those games. Yeah, but I mean, the only person here that's really put the most time into Fallout 76 is Jazzy. So what do you think about this? What, what's going to happen when you're hanging out in your little beginner city? Because, I mean, we aren't, we're not logging hours like we are COD. And you just, you know, get triple nuked. <laughs> he goes right back to Minecraft. That's, that's, yep, that's when I stopped playing. I, I said that from the beginning is I was enjoying the gameplay of Fallout 76 Enough to the point of I'm going to continue to play and push the story until I have that random person that comes up and just you know murders me out of nowhere or I get nuked by three nukes at the same time because I'm in the wrong city at the wrong time. So like when, when the randomly generated crap that shouldn't kill me in the game starts killing me in the game, that's when I'm going to get, you know. Tilted. Good word. Tilted would be totally what it would be. I'd break my controller yeah. and be like, "I'm never playing you again." The day, the day Bitch. that, the day that it comes where Jazzy Fiddle gets tilted because of Fallout 76, and he calls me up and goes, "Hey man, let's play some COD." I'm tilted from Fallout 76. That's when I yeah, know we. That's when we hit an all-time low. We've hit an all-time low as as a group here. I just people that have the time to put into like Ethan, man. Can you imagine that we would have enough time to put into a video game to where we're like, man, I think we should just take a couple hours to get these codes so we could try this and just see what happens. Like we don't even have enough time to actually just play the storyline. When, when you game. say we say we, you're including me or everyone else in this room because everyone else in this room has the time. I don't have the time. You have the time. You just spend it more intelligently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, yeah. I was like, I can see, oh, I can see the three of you guys doing like, it. Where you guys are like, man, we're trying to get this bomb. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. 
I'm out raking the snow. I don't know. I don't know what I do with my raking time. The snow. That's probably why you've been out there so long. You should really use a yeah. shovel. Yeah. 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 Uh, raking oh, the I'm snow. Glad you said more intelligently. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's raking the snow. Look how I mean, the things going on, guys. Like I like to rake snow. Like if I had Fallout 76 and I got a message from like Doge Lord saying we going nuke squad tonight. Oh, I'd be on in a heartbeat. Yeah. I'd be trying to ruin people's days by dropping nukes on them. Because also, let's let's not for, well. Also, the important thing to know about the nukes is that it's Fallout's take on raids. So not only can you mess up people, right, and, and kind of ruin their fun, but it is also a mechanic that allows players to transform a location uh, that spawns higher level enemies and better loot. So after you nuke the place, you go in with some power armor or something, you know, so that you can withstand the radiation, and you get to go fight these things and, and get better loot because you nuked the area. Yeah, you had me at ruin people's fun, though. Oh, I know, I know. You did, yeah. <laughs> but uh, nuking a local uh, area isn't supposed to be easy. You have to collect multiple codes that spawn randomly, and then you have to figure out a cipher to put these codes into use. This is where uh, some players have found have automated the cipher process uh, in addition to amassing a lot of codes through plenty of playtime. Hmm. So now Fallout 76 players have to make the decision about whether to offload their payload on the map or not. So, um, to be fair, Jazzy, when a nuke goes off, you're you're alerted. So I think you have you have time to try to get out of there. Yeah, and maybe your mini map has like a targeting system where it's yeah. like, hey, uh, you see this big red X of the town you're standing in? Probably should get out of here in the next. In 10 minutes or however long it takes. So yeah, it says it's a decision that affects many players in the server and it doesn't come lightly. Um, but many are reporting <laughs> nukes going off. The, pro- so the, the problem around this is that many are reporting mooks, uh, nukes going off in Morgantown, which Morgantown is your start. It's the starting town, right? So when they're going off there... Those players are level 5, level 6. They don't... They can't... They can't even handle the radiation, let alone any of the enemies that spawn. Right. So that's that's the issue. Uh, one of the first locations that players visit after starting the game. Um, needless to say, unprepared players can't handle the tough monsters that Fallout 76 generates in a nuclear landing zone. Fortunately, the game warns residents before a nuke goes off uh, in any given location. So it is going to tell you. I just don't know how much time you have. And I don't know the blast radius if you can get, like, how quickly can you get out of there. That's true, and I guess if you do put enough time into the game, you do start coming up with crazy. Like there was a couple rounds in Call of Duty where I was just not that I wasn't trying to be competitive, but it was just kind of like rinse and repeat the same thing over and over. So I was like, man, I'm gonna play these next two rounds with just a handgun, just to, for a change of pace. I mean, in Minecraft, we built a rail system to get across the whole map for crying out loud. That was automated. Like <laughs> you just would go to this main hub and be like the glitches house, and you'd hop in this thing and hit the button, and it'd take you to the glitches house. Y'all wild. <laughs> so but what about Fall seventy six though? <laughs> <sighs> I haven't got there yet. I don't know if I'll ever get that bored of that game because I just pop something else in. Yeah. Uh, so the interesting thing about this, though, is Bethesda has come out to say they would like to improve the nuking mecha- uh, mechanic, and they want to um, they want to look at these users as an example and try to come up with uh, a better way to hopefully make this more difficult or more of an achievement to be able to do versus just uh, as easy as this this is right now looking like it is. So, all right. 
second Patreon topic because it was a tie. This one goes right on over to test. Now, what happened to us setting the precedent of when there's a tie, we just do one, we pick one of the subjects? Yeah. I don't know. He just started talking about Fallout 76 and I wasn't going to interrupt him, but yeah. we definitely talked before the show that we were just going to do one and Nintendo always wins a tiebreaker. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm like, uh, I'm basically like Anchorman here. The, the, <laughs> the, tab was, the tab was up on my computer and I just went with it. Because we can't set the precedent because then everyone just says, always going to vote for the tie to get extra news stories read. Okay. Well, then guess what? The second topic is going over to Test. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're going to skip. No, I'm just kidding. Man. Test, test Man. Y'all hear some me. volume here in a second. <laughs> the next non-Patreon topic. It'll sound like an Abyss DVD, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no one gets that. Yeah, maybe one person. Anyway, so last Thursday, some tweeting happened and some Redditing happened as a user posted a very convincing uh, gameplay video of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate on their Switch. Now, people were hesitant at first because it was right after the YouTube app had come out, so they were like, okay, maybe that's maybe it's not real. But then we started seeing pictures of the box and the game, and oh yeah, the game got out early. Oh yeah, the ROM's been dumped online. Oh yeah, it's super easy to get a hold of if you have a modded Switch. And over two weeks before the official launch of Nintendo's largest first party game of the year arguably their biggest launch since Breath of the Wild when the Switch launched initially has been completely leaked and is all over the internet <gasps> some people here bum, bum, bum. oh I like that better some people here aren't shocked I am shocked but I don't know of any other any other time where it's happened with a first party Nintendo game two full weeks before the game comes out that it's literally just you can download it and play it, providing you've, you know, done a slight modification to your hardware. Which just isn't that difficult from what I remember, It's right? not that difficult. I mean, there are, I'm not going to say anything, but there are websites where you can buy arts and crafts that they, you'll, you can buy, a, this is the thing to short out your, so you can always short circuit it when you're away from home. Here's how you boot your Switch into dev mode. Now, there was an update, uh, Switch 6.2, Nintendo uh, software 6.2, that people are saying has stopped uh, one exploit, but granted this is a hardware exploit, so they can't stop everything, but I think they've slowed it down a little bit. I haven't looked too far into the modding scene. I. I thought real hard about, like, do I grab another Switch real quick and try this to play it? But I'm like, I can wait 12 days. I'm just going to wait 12 days. I'm really excited to play You're it. You're thinking about, like, can I'm, I drop 300 bucks to play it too? No, no. It's no. like, can I find somebody who's not using a second their second Switch? Just, hey, let me do this. If I ruin it, I'll buy you another one. I don't think I'm going to ruin it. Let me just try this out. I'm really surprised that, at how reserved you are with this because you were the guy that's like, I'd pay money to play it early. So like, I would pay money to legitimately play it early. So the biggest, the biggest gripe I have about this and the reason that I wanted to talk about this topic specifically, we have learned a few things about the game and there's people that are leaking audio tracks like here and there, which good news, the Wii Shop track is one of the tracks in the game. Yes. Spoiler alert, man! Right. <laughs> you took away my moment yes. of of playing the game, hearing my straight fire track, ah. and then losing my mind. Like I am, I'm smashing. I'm listening to the best song ever. I'm having the time of my life, and you've robbed me of that with all your spoiler talk. Oh my God, his mustache is curling. Oh God, it's with rage. <laughs> oh, it's all red now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, his hair's just red. Never mind. We gotta spend the next five episodes going. 
and powering up and yelling at each other because this is an anime show now. Yeah, yeah, we anime guys. So <laughs> you are a Dragon Ball guy now, so I'm just trying to get on your level. Yeah, yeah, you can't though because my power level's huge. So Ooh, my mustache, you you ruined everything for me. You're still not catching up though. Um, so the reason I want to talk about this though is there's a reason why that Nintendo fans, Super Smash Brothers fans, did not get any sort of a single player story in Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. And it's, the system was dead. And it's because Sakurai, who is the person, who, the, the, the director of this game, who works his ass off and always looks super tired and miserable by the time a game comes out, who calls these games coming together a miracle, he was mad that all the videos from this uh, from the Subspace Emissary from the Wii version all got online or all on YouTube and people could watch, you know, watch that without playing the Subspace Emissary. And what did all these Wiener Smash Brothers fans do but get the game early, leak all the videos on YouTube, and ruin it for everybody? Those are your people, man. Those are not my people. Those they are got, your people. They got to get those views, man. They got to get that, in that, in, the, that so YouTube we, famous. You, you're... You're right there with the Wiener Smashers, all right? Those yeah. are your people. I don't know if I'm right there with the Wiener Smashers, but <laughs> but uh, it's it's getting real aggressive. YouTube's gone, re- or, uh, Nintendo's gone real aggressive on YouTube. They are copyright striking everybody who's posting anything, including audio from the game. If it's something that's associated with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, they're copyright striking and shutting down YouTube channels left and right. So it's real, it's real iffy territory to play in because yeah, you want to be that first person. You want to get the news out there because you'll get the views, you'll get the subscriptions or the whatever. But then the big end's gonna come after you and, and shut you down. So it's disappointing because this is the exact thing that like any Smash Brothers fan wouldn't have want to happen. But real talk, Sakurai's not sticking around for another Smash Brothers game, so it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it is kind of unfortunate though because I feel that this type of leak on this type of game is, um, it's not needed, you know? Like, I I think this was my whole point of like, God, I don't need another direct about Smash. Like, I I already am pumped for this game. I already want it. Like, you've shown me plenty. I don't need to see another single thing. And then, of course, here comes the leak. Here comes everything. Well, they told us almost everything. The only thing they didn't show us are things from World of Light. Who's this bad guy? What's the story? All every cutscene's online. Yep. You know, like it's you can ruin the story mode. We have learned some things about like certain uh, spirits. Like they're uh, in order yeah. to keep the game E for everyone, certain busty characters from Xenoblade Chronicles Two are completely covered up in their spirits. Ah, yeah. wh- why even? Bon- I'm canceling my pre-order. Yeah. <laughs> and we did find out. See, this is it's not really spoilery because it's just something that's omitted from the game. <sighs> Damn wiener smashers. Well, the, the, the Wiener Smashers have let us know that Cloud, we're familiar with this character, right? Stupid character from Does a it, stupid Oh, the game. Cloud from Mario that you yeah, hop yeah, in and yeah. you ride around? Was it the Lakitu? Is that, is that his <laughs> Lucky name? Yeah. Okay, sure. I said, I've always said Lakitu. So Cloud. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take my pronunciation, right? Cloud from the Final Fantasy series apparently appears uh, nowhere in the world of light. You can't play with him at, in the mm. world of light. And man, I'm, I'm like, man, is that just Square being real, real like shifty about because like they only said that now they didn't say explicitly like solid snake or sonic are in it but they only said that cloud is not in the single player mode not playable in the single single player mode you don't interact with them in the single player mode mm. so it's like man what are you doing here square couldn't you just be cool for like one minute but you know i mean he's a scrub character i'd rather play as pd piranha than uh <laughs> pd piranha looks really really fun to oh, play yeah. as. i mean i mean why so do- how much of this have you watched none 
Because okay. I so I mean my plan hasn't always or has been and will remain that I'm gonna try to play through the entire world of light starting midnight as Thursday turns to Friday and just play it till I beat it, you know. Mm. And if it takes me I think the subspace emissary took me like eight and a half hours. So, you know, I'll load up the game at midnight. I'll probably get one or two just quick rounds in to kind of get myself familiar with the controls again, especially because I'm going to be trying to use uh, Pro Controller or Joy-Con. I'm not going to just go back to the GameCube controller. So I'm going to try to use that, and then once I'm good, I'm just going to go right into World of Light and just push through. So cool. I'm excited for it, and this is kind of dampens it. If, if I get spoiled between now and then, like, I'm going to be real disappointed about it. Um, so I'm trying my best to unfollow certain pages, and I cleared all my YouTube view history and stuff like that. And if anybody spoils it for me, then uh, they'll be dead. <laughs> to me, to me, they'll be dead to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, to, just to clarify, right, right. They'll right. be dead. I know what you're talking. They about. will be dead. I got people like that in my life. Man, all right, man. You ever have anybody dead to you though? Never. Thank you for the for the Patreon news topic votes. Um, I'd like yeah, to think vote ever- better. Vote better now. Don't vote yeah. for a tie. Vote for ties. Or Go soft. to the Discord and put in the Nintendo chat how many hours you think it's going to take Test to defeat this story campaign. Galeen. Oh God. Yeah. It's not going to take much of it. I bet you. I bet you it takes me five and a half hours. Five I bet and you. A I'm half. in bed before the sun comes up. The rain going down and the sun comes. I don't know what time right. the sun rises anymore. We took the hour back. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> let's move it on into topic number four or we, five. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't really did I call the other one topic four though. I think I just called the other Patreon Bo- topic bonus. Yeah, bonus topic. I'm calling this topic five. Then they the see that's them that's us guaranteeing five things. That's, that's that's a new GZ guarantee. Okay. Five topics every show. Yeah, I heard it there first. As long as you guys vote a tie. <laughs> I won't certify <laughs> did this I, guarantee. Then I looked at me like, like, like I'm going to strangle you all. All right, so our last topic of the day, Billy Mitchell the live streams his record-breaking point totals for Donkey Kong the game. The return of King of Kong himself. So if you don't know... Eat shit, Steve Weeby. <laughs> How you guys like that? My man, Billy Mitchell, is back. I mean, he's back, baby. I mean, he's back, Billy Mitchell. He's not officially back, though. Not My officially. man is back. <laughs> so, Billy Mitchell, for those of you that aren't aware. I just realized that Deadeye is trying to grow a beard a like Billy Mitchell. And the mullet's coming next. <laughs> like, okay. To, I got you an American flag, flag tie, too. Yes. I oh I want to go back and retheme my uh, my New Year's party to be Billy Mitchell themed. Yes. Okay. So the <laughs> one-time video game player of the century, Billy Mitchell, has been live streaming arcade gameplay sessions of Donkey Kong on Twitch. His latest effort was different from the regular broadcast, um, and this was after his apparent fall from grace. He had the record for this game, the world record. And it was um, removed due to the the thought that, it, that he had cheated using an emulator instead of a, a traditional arcade cabinet. Very, very frowned upon in the competitive yeah. arcade scene. Yeah, and so um, twin, oh, twin allegedly, yeah, allegedly, exactly. The, uh, twin galaxies and, and and even and other other speed running the, the Guinness Re- Book of World Records, Guinness Book of World Records, uh, all removed his records and. And basically said that they had enough enough uh, evidence that he, that there was uh, cheating going on, and 
So what he did recently, and like they said, he had been streaming, but recently he he streamed this, and when I went back and watched it, it was like hours. The stream was hours and hours, but he wa- he he recreated to the point total of his old world records. And and then honestly, he stopped once he hit the total. He could have kept going, but he stopped just so that the point total matched. And then after had whoever the cabinet owner was, because I'm not sure if it was him. I'm not sure where he was fully, but they tore the cabinet apart to show the board, to show the buttons, to show everything, to basically say, okay, the scores that you took away from me, I just did them right now. So how so how did I cheat? And even if I did cheat, here they are now. Like I can resubmit them. And I mean, to be fair, that part of it, he's 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 the king. He is he's the Donkey Kong king. He should have his records back. Um, the problem I have with Billy is just his attitude on things. He is such a interesting character, but this particular video, when you watch the end of it. His son, you find you realize that his son is the one recording this. Holy crap! Billy Mitchell had sex with a woman. <laughs> yeah, that's so, amazing to me. I didn't so, see that coming. So you hear the you hear his kid call. He probably, him. But he probably used to get it in back in the day, though. Yeah, you hear his kid call him <laughs> over. You hear his kid call him over to basically say, "Is there anything that you want to say before we end the stream?" And he's on the phone with somebody. You're not entirely sure who, but he's going on. Yeah, so I just want to let you know I did this for him, and he's referencing this individual because of all of their debt and all of their trouble with the government and all of their trouble with this. He's just going on and on. He's like, so I really, I did this for him so he doesn't have to worry about it. I did this for him. And I'm just like, Billy, shut the fuck up, man. You did this to clean your name because it's the one thing anyone knows you about. Like Billy's the only a, Billy's reason, a hero. The only reason you are anything is because of this. And it's the only reason you decided to try to clean it up. Billy's a hero. He he. Did he's not a hero. He's, he's a hero. Hundred percent the villain. He's a hundred percent the villain in video game speed running, high score, world records, whatever you want to c- call the category. The man has he is asshole. The man has swagger that does not make him a villain. Just because he has hair and a tie doesn't mean he has swagger. Just because he's a dickhole no. doesn't mean he has swagger. Man, it takes swag. It takes some no, mad. Sw- no, listen to me. No, listen I'm not me. listening to you. When you got some some nerd out like, yeah, I'm bre- I'm breaking Billy Mitchell's score and Billy Mitchell legit male a tape in of him beating that guy's score right after the dude beats it that's swag that's not a bad move that part that that's a baller move yeah, billy that's like his only move he's ever had though no nah, man i mean man now billy's now, billy's now he's it. just vengeful and just coming around being like yeah well i did this because you know the the government's about to take your house and your wife hates you and i just had sex with her it's oh allegedly. yeah all of that plus the mullet he wears all black with american tie american flag tie that is that is anti-hero. I don't think he's not rocking a mullet, is he? Oh yeah, he's no, not. He's, that's he not rock. a mullet. It's just it's a, real, a mullet. It's just real long hair. Yeah, yeah it's just. Yeah. There's just, no. There's no. He's, he's had a mullet. Yeah, he there's no white. business oh, in the oh, front. Oh, had a mullet. If, if we're going to say had, that's different. Yeah. Okay, it's not business in the front. It's party all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the worst part about it is like when he just stopped at one million fifty thousand and one hundred points. Like, 
I get that you were just trying to replicate your old score, but man, you don't have the high score anymore. Like there's this cat back in February that got over 1.2 million points. Like you don't have the high score. You just are fighting to get your records back. Like your, you're not even your records, your entries into these, yeah. you know, um, That's record noble. books, That's which noble. is, which is noble. It is admirable. It is, uh, it's, it's something we could all strive to do. And, you know, people put him on blast and he said, uh-uh. And then my favorite thing is he says, haters will see you walk on water and say it's because you can't swim. Man, Billy, you got you got some good lines. Yeah, I someone that. wrote that line for him. It wasn't for him because he's got no skill. He's but got, he's got that swag. Yeah, he's got a lot of swag. I, do, I will say, though, I watched him play. I watched a lot of that str- that stream. I go, damn, this guy can play some Donkey As Kong. As a Donkey Kong <laughs> fan, that's my dude. And, and you might call him the villain, but... No, Robbie's your dude. I don't know anything about Robbie. Robbie Lake, man. The world needs more villains, Grim. The no, world. We already have sto- you, no, and we already have Tess. Yeah, good. I'm not a villain. I'm yeah. definitely the Billy Mitchell of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Underappreciated, disregarded, <laughs> and 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 always, always trying to to vindicate myself here on this program. Yeah. Ooh, see the difference is this article saying that Billy Mitchell proved his worth, which I don't know if you're ever going to be able to. <laughs> oh, because my worth, <laughs> my worth, my worth is immeasurable. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's is 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 you know the, there's a metric of a score that that's how Billy measures his life. Such such numeric value does not exist <laughs> for what I do yeah. here. Stash how level about you mute your mic and show us your value? There you go. Oh, you can taste my value when I put it in your throat. <laughs> wow! Wow! Billy Mitchell, bitch! <laughs> You've been Billy. <laughs> Don't bully Billy. <laughs> Hashtag don't bully Billy. I'm dropping that on Twitter right now. Hey, you guys want to come to my house and watch King of Kong this week? Yeah, yeah, kind of. I do. We wa- we watch it on Saturday after we make a trip. Man, I bought that DVD for you guys to come over and watch, and then I never invited you guys over to watch it. So, what do you think? Uh, should Twin Galaxies reinstate Billy's past scores? Yeah, at least at least for that specific. If he did it once, he probably has done it multiple times, but. Yeah, reinstate his scores. I would. It's, it's if, a, he, if he could prove that <laughs> yeah. he I guess to got me, that score, reinstate it. Yeah. I mean, to me though, why 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 not do this sooner? Like he he really made it look like like this this run was easy. I mean, when he finished when he finished his million whatever score, yeah. he had twenty one lives. Man, maybe well, he well, fell. The, maybe he fell out though, and he had to practice back up. He did like. Like seventies montage, like Eye of the Tiger training well, I mean, for Donkey so, Kong. Yeah. So there's a there's a couple things about that. Um, one, it it can take a really long time to get a run that can produce scores of that level. You True. could you could play a great run, but the way the R and D of the game works, your yeah. scores might not always total up by that. So it may have taken a long time to just have a golden run. So what are the chances though that on one run, because mm-hmm. he did both his both scores mm-hmm. on one stream? Well. I don't know enough about high-level Donkey Kong play to know the odds of that. Come on, Billy Mitchell of this stream. What are you? Are I mean, come on. I mean, I am definitely this podcast. I am the biggest Billy Mitchell fan in this room. <laughs> <laughs> right that's now, not, that's not very difficult. Um, I am, and, and I am the Billy Mitchell of Gamezilla. Um, 
because I'm going to grow a sick-ass mullet. Um, <laughs> but... Because you're the only one that can grow a sick-ass For now, mullet. it's thinning. It's thinning, boys. It's gonna. I'm going to have a Hulk Hogan-style skullet really soon. That's the reason the mustache is coming in, because I'm going full Hogan in a couple years. Um, but there is all, also the, the fact that your score can only get so high. Like, you could have 21 lives, but if he was close to that kill screen... Because you only get to go through a hundred boards, like the hundredth board or whatever is the kill screen. So even if he had forty lives, it doesn't matter if he was getting up to that kill screen. There's a certain yeah. point where you run out of boards to play, oh. and that so so you there are the confines of, I think it's a hundred or whatever. I don't know exactly where the kill screen of Donkey Kong is, but there is a point where the game crashes because you're you get too far. So it, he may have been close to that or. Like it's it's pretty mentally grueling to do that. So he might have just been like, I'm just gonna get my number and bail, because at that point you're playing for hours. I, and again, I'm just speaking from how I perceive high level arcade gameplay and Donkey Kong play. Obviously, uh, I, I'm really happy if I make it to level six on Donkey Kong. So, so I mean, I guess the question here is that yes, he was able to produce this, but that doesn't necessarily prove that he didn't use an emulator before. So he should just. The problem here is that he cannot he cannot submit these scores. He's been banned from from submitting these scores. So they would have to lift the ban. Yeah, lift the ban. And lift then, the ban. And then let him submit these. Yeah, it's lift like, the ban. You're, but you, the problem is is that and this was this was a comment in this article that we picked. No one doubted his ability. It's the fact that he cheated. That's the problem. I Allegedly. Think, I don't think he quite gets it. So the problem is is that he's not sitting here stating he ran those scores to prove that he could run them on a normal machine. But it doesn't change the fact that maybe he did that according to the evidence that was out there, he didn't use a normal machine, got caught got penalized and because he can produce it on a normal machine we should forgive the fact that he did it the wrong way the first time allegedly my thing is we're, we're talking about competitive arcade game playing we're not talking about pete rose betting on baseball but games. we are talking about really the only reason billy mitchell is famous yeah but the only reason this guy is famous otherwise he'd be like I don't know, selling items out of a, like a barn from. He still might. He, he might. He still yeah. Might. That's. I mean, you you gotta buy those red, white, and blue ties somehow. Um, and I'm not sure. You know, being good at arcade games pays those bills. Uh, it's, it's. I think it's a part of the five below. Donkey Kong, and competitive arcade gaming is better with Billy Mitchell because, like you said, he is a villainous person. People dislike him. Him being involved in it is better for the publicity of it, and for that fact. He should be allowed to weasel his way back in. Even if you want to make it an ugly way of him getting back in, allow him to get back in just because it brings eyes to the community. A community that needs something. It's it's for a 35-year-old video game. 37-year-old video game or whatever. When it come out, 81? Yeah, this scandal has brought more hype around Dunkin'. Well, oh, absolutely. I'm not saying he doesn't like like we're we're talking about going to watch a a movie or a documentary about him. Like he definitely, you know, brings a crowd with him. It, it it's the same you know it's the same idea that even when Tiger Woods was at his all time low, he was still Tiger Woods. Like golf golf was affected when he left the game. Tom Brady cheats all the time, and they let him keep <laughs> playing football because he's the goal. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, so what, why does Billy Mitchell have to when you be put banned it that for way, life? When you yeah. put it that allegedly. way, allegedly. Yeah. Bill, okay. Alleg- in my allegedly. mind, in my mind, Tom Brady's a much bigger villain than Billy Mitchell. True. They're both pretty villainous. I know. And you're over here hating on Billy. I hate Tom Brady too. Yeah. So they 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 stand in the same uh, the same boat for me. I just ship them off. Let's let them go. But I love the Billy. next the next ass <laughs> the next asshole will come along that'll that'll be uh you know that'll spark the world of high score Donkey Kong. It'll happen. It'll be I'm, me. I'm sure. I'm sure. Who, who's uh who's the the world leader right now? Uh, Robbie Lakeman. I'm sure he's a dickhole too. Man, I'm, I'm just kidding. I know nothing I bet, about I bet Robbie. Robbie's a, I bet Robbie's a solid dude. <laughs> Robbie man. might be a completely chill dude for all I know. But we're coming so what, for you, Robbie. What we need, what we need right now is our patrons to get together. And buy an original Donkey Kong machine for the Gamezilla Media Studios. We don't need that at all. We need that immensely, so that way we can start practicing to take on Billy. So the issue, so the thing here though is that it, it like, and I, I don't have the actual document in front of me. I don't even know what's how much of it's public, but the MAME emulator was, yeah, was used instead of an official arcade board when he recorded his records. And then he lied about it and said that he did not use one of those. So if that's why the ban was placed, I don't care that you can get a score. You broke like like that's the whole point. It's like I like you already fucked up. You already made that mistake. Just because you can produce a score now on a legitimate machine doesn't surprise me because yeah, I still look at you as one of the best Donkey Kong players ever. But your ban is because you cheat because of what happened, not because the number because the machine you like the number was unobtainable on a normal board. That wasn't the case. If it was like, hey, you can't get that score on a normal board, and you go, oh yeah, I can. I'll show you. That's a different comparison. But in the fact, of the matter is that someone called you. You know, someone had information and called you out on this. You denied it. You got caught in a lie. You got banned, and your and your scores got removed. And then you go off and you make these scores. Cool. I don't think you should submit them. I don't think you. I don't think you get back on the board. Sorry. Some people make mistakes. You know, some people, some people lie under oath and still get to be president. You know, like you know, people make mistakes. There's got to be forgiveness. You know. <laughs> yeah, but you don't see Pete Rose hanging out in baseball uh, baseball fields anymore or, or anything. Yeah, because he got tombstoned by the big red machine game. That's what Twin Galaxies is doing. But the problem is, baseball takes itself too seriously. Twin Galaxies takes themselves seriously too. More Twin than baseball. Ga- Twin Galaxies needs to lighten up and let let my man Billy back uh, in. I don't think so. Billy is. Why not train your son to be as good as you and just let your son take the score? This isn't Rocky. Live, this is real and life. Live through your son. I'll tell you why. Vicarious. Because Billy only cares about himself and he needs to get that he needs to get that credit back. He needs to become not the best. I get it. He's not number one, but. Clearly, he could be number one. Right after he gets his band lift, he'll be—he'll literally have a cassette that says, "Here I filmed this on VHS just because I could." Uh, it's uh, one point three million, fifty whatever, fifty thousand more than the next guy or some shit. Listen, if somehow someone were to usurp me as the producer of this podcast. I would lie, cheat, steal, and potentially commit a felony to right the wrong and get my spot back. So I don't blame you, Billy. I don't blame you. No, you would. You'd go home and hang out with your wife and be like, "God, I'm glad that's over." No, it, it, <laughs> no, because it's about taking back what's mine. All right. 
What do you think about Billy's situation? Should he be able to submit these uh, scores and get his placements back on Twin Galaxies, Guinness Book of World Records, wherever it is he's lost these scores? Let us know in the Discord. Grim, I have to apologize for something I said in Billy mode. Yeah. Sorry, I talked about putting my penis in your mouth. Yeah, it's okay. It was a little aggressive because I was in Billy mode. I was trying to be Billy. Yeah. Be the Billy. <laughs> I got I got too caught up. I got too caught up yeah. in the moment. Yeah. I was like I was like, wow, that was really extreme for me yeah. to say. He got real aggressive. Yeah, I, yeah Billy. Yeah. Billy took over. Man. <laughs> Billy took over. <laughs> I just I got possessed by the spirit of Billy Mitchell, and I got really aggressive. All right. Well, that's been our attack on the news <laughs> for these topics and much more. Visit GamesLimited.com and continue the conversation in our Discord community. Test, uh, I kind of skipped over you earlier. Did you have a few things you wanted to talk about? I'm pretty sure you said earlier that, like, the doc is life, and, like, you follow no, the doc. No, that was him. That was Jazzy. That was Jazzy. This doc means yep. nothing to me. Written in blood. It's dead to me. So what we've got this <laughs> holiday season, reads. Games of the Media gives back. We're given to a local children's hospital a medical-grade portable gaming cart that can go from room to room and help sick kids kind of forget the fact that they're stuck for an extended stay at the children's hospital. Good news is that we are very close to our goal of $3,500, but even better news, we got to go ahead from Gamers Outreach, which is the charity we're working with, that if we can double our goal to $7,000, we can donate two carts. So what we need you guys to do is go to gamesillamedia.com. At the very top of the webpage, you will see a banner for Games of the Media Gives Back. Click the link, read all about what we've got going on, and please consider a donation. We are less than two weeks away from our Gamezilla Media Gives Back charity stream over on Testonomics Twitch channel, which is coming to you live starting at noon Eastern time on December 8th. So you can see all of that on our Gamers Outreach page, gamesillamedia.com, gamesillamedia gives back, click it, donate, and feel good. If you're listening to this on the Tuesday we launch it, it's officially, uh, what is it, Give Back Day? Give Back Tuesday. Give Back Tuesday, which is a day that's meant to promote charitable giving. So if this is in your ear holes on Tuesday the 27th of November, consider taking a look at what you can do to help these kids out. Yeah. Thanks to everybody that's uh, contributed. It's time for Muster Bust. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? All right, this week's must or bust, we have Darksiders 3 for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. You got the Collector's Edition, the Apocalypse Edition, which is only $400, Jazzy, and the Regular Edition. If you are a Darksiders fan, this is a must. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, you probably should just avoid this game. This has been one of those uh, series that has been lost over the years. Uh, it, it's fun. It's definitely a hack and slash and, and can be enjoyable, but I think uh, it's just a little t- too little too late. It, it's an average game. I'm going to say for me, it's a, eh, I think I think it's a bust for me. I know some people in our community that are going to pick this up and are excited for it, but it's a bust for me. Anybody else have anything to say on Darksiders 3 before I move on? Nope. Nope. No. Next up, Mudrunner, American Wilds, and Sp- 
spin tires game. This is right up Deadite's uh, alley here. It's for the Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, PS4, Mud Runner. Mud Runner is yeah. American Wilds. Man, that sounds like something I'd really like, but I'm still going to call it a bust. <laughs> it's a big bust. Okay. But for real, Ark Survival Evolved coming on Nintendo Switch. Wait a second. What happened to Pixar? <laughs> is that game dead? I think it's early 2019, I thought. Yeah. Oh, so man. Ark Survival Evolved for Nintendo Switch. Testonomics face of Switch. I can't imagine this is going to r- run remotely playable. <laughs> what? Like, Doom's I, playable. I had a $1,000 gaming PC. <laughs> and it ran great. And it still was hard to run. So I don't know what kind of crazy optimization whatever studio is porting this did to this game. None, probably. Which means it's not going to be a good time to play, and this is a super big bust ski. This War of Mine for the Nintendo Switch. Jazzy Fiddle? Nope. Thanks, Jazzy. I thought you can't do it. I thought you liked it, though. Oh, I love the game. It's not for you, man. Just, it's for the people. Is this for, a must? For the people, it's a must. What kind of game is it? I just can't. It's <sighs> not for me because I'm missing one trophy on PlayStation before I platinum it, so I will. I have to play it there. Is it spooky? It's a, um, basically, you're stuck in a, a war zone, and you have to keep these people alive in this house um, through the ex- through the extended winter of uh, this time during war, and you have to basically sneak out at night to, like, gather supplies to keep your people fed and, and not sick and warm and stuff like that. Next game, Floor Kids for the PS4. <laughs> oh, wait, God, wait, wait. Whoa. <laughs> Give them the horns. The face of Floor Kids is in this room. The first ever Testonomic stream I ever watched was Floor Kids. Wow, you really jumped on real late into my streaming career, huh, didn't you? That's a weird thing to admit. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Floor Kids, though. Floor Kids was a ton of fun for about two hours. <laughs> now, so the, it's a must. It's it's what, how much does it cost? Fifteen bucks? Uh, yes. Let's say it's fifteen dollars. It's fifteen dollars. It should be ten, but it's a lot of fun. It's, I mean, it's a rhythm-based game where you play as four or five different. Um, What's the word kids. I'm thinking of? Kids, kids. But what kind of dancing? Break dancing. Floor kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Floor dancing. Yeah, floor dancing. You do some floor dances, but it's it's the same mechanics every single dance. You just you just get good and then... Uh, <laughs> you just get good and then you take the money. And then you take the money. Yeah. Get that five star. Make sure you're using your left and right trigger or left and right bumper or else you won't get the yellow, yellow arrows. That's right. Got to get right. the yellow arrows. All right. Next game up for the PC is the, uh, the new card game Artifact coming from Steam. Oh, card games are my weakness. Jazzy Fiddle. Jazzy doesn't have a Steam and not account. By, not, and by Steam, I mean Valve. Oh. So this is their, this is their new card game that's going to be competing with... Hearthstone and Magic and all these other things. What's it out on? PC only right now. Oh, Jazzy's not going to play. It. Yeah. We don't once Jazzy they, plays. once they make it mobile, then it'll, then it'll oh, be Oh, okay. So it's a bust for now. Uh, Abzu coming out for Nintendo Switch. I think this is a must. If you haven't played Abzu... Um, it's the a, hell is Abzu? You it's like what? a scuba diving game. Yeah. yeah. Super it, good art it, creation. It, it kind of reminds me of like Flow or, or Journey, a lot of, you know, a Journey those styles of games, but instead you're a uh, scuba diver going through the ocean. I like sea creatures. I like the ocean. I don't like these kind of games. They're just... They're, Do you like Flow? You and I played Flow a ton. <laughs> It, but was it you regrettable? Liked flow. But, but why? Our friendship was built on flow. It's it was the gimmick of motion controls. It was. Yeah, you're right. 
Um, okay, and then I think my last one I had here was for the Nintendo Switch, Coffee Crisis Ooh. by our boys, Mega Cat Studios. Mega Cat Studios. So this is a Michigan game developer here. Coffee Crisis is uh, a brawler that I've enjoyed a ton when I got to play it at convention. I will definitely add this onto my Switch. It's a must for me. Yeah, there's one thing I need a week before Smash Brothers comes out. It's another brawler. No, no, it's like a beat 'em up, right? Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, beat 'em up. Yeah. I was thinking like Brawlhalla. Nah, nah, nah. It's got the word brawl right in. Beat 'em up, like like you know, Streets of Rage. But you're whipping ass and drinking coffee. Yeah, saving the world from alien invasion. I like I like I like everything about it. I haven't played it yet, so yeah, we'll play co-op when you download it. There we go. Abzu looks dumb. <laughs> and there you have it. That's our muster bus for this week. If uh, we missed any games that you're excited about, head on over to the Discord and let us know what games you're playing. Coffee Crisis looks like a ton of fun, and if you buy it pre-purchase, you get thirty percent off. So it's only seven dollars, but you got to pre-purchase it. Seven bucks, done and done. Yeah, I might have to do it too. Done and done. All right, everybody. Um, that leads us to uh, anything else? A wrap up? Oh no, sorry, not wrap up. Wow. Oh, wow. no respect like Billy Mitchell. Look at my mustache. <laughs> this is a mustache that demands respect. He was trying to mustache past this segment right yeah. to the exit here. Straight just cut your your segment right out of the show. Jazzy, I never show up anymore. It's easy to want to cut yeah, my Jazzy segment. Jazzy told me to do it. Here's, I mean, honestly, Jazzy read them last week, and I just I wanted to burn it out of my brain. I didn't want Jazzy to do it again, so I cut yeah, it out. I did it bad, but I didn't think I did it that bad. It was that, I'm, it I'm was sorry. That I did you wrong. Here's the emails. Ooh. The FBI has just sent a letter to Beza. informing them that they have discovered new emails. Downloading emails from GameZillaMedia.com. We got words on the screen that need some reading. So I'm about to give it to you Billy Mitchell style. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm about to get top score in reading class here in the no, email that's segment. Never, happen. never happened because I was the only kid that had to go to reading class in the 12th grade. <laughs> All right. So, if you want your emails to have an opportunity to be read right here on this podcast, opportunity. Send an email into info at gamezillamedia.com. And uh, if I like your email, if it fits into what we're doing on the show, you can have it read right here. And uh, the four of us will answer your question. Doesn't that sound nice? Nice. Sounds a lot nicer than last week. Sounds like a a little benefit. Well, let's see. There's plenty of time for me to crash and burn. Question for the show submitted by the one and only Robert A.J. Bexington. I got to know, how much money did you spend on Black Friday slash Cyber Monday? Uh, Give us a ballpark on what you're most hyped for. I got myself a massage chair out of a dumpster. (laughs) Listen to the movie Blast with Bob and Bax, or your soul will belong to Craig WK. Oh, man. With love, Robert A.J. Baxington, a.k.a. our good friend Ecto. So how much you guys blow on Black Friday? Um, hundred bucks. I does it does my mountain bike trip count? No, no, just like so, okay. Let's 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 I'm break capitalistic yeah, we, goo. The whole weekend, the whole weekend of sales on yeah on crap bought at a store. Well, I'm uh, like I'm wearing this hoodie. Does that well, count? Was it on sale? No, no, they don't count it. I'm talking about like you went you went to a retail store because they were slanging deals. Hundred bucks. I bought a memory card and a Dragon Ball Z T-shirt. Because you're a Dragon Ball guy now. Uh, Jazzy? 
Well, first of all, I'd like to say my soul already belongs to Craig WK, so that's not even a threat. So to does me. Tilly's. Um, as far as stuff that I purchased at a discounted price and or deal, zero dollars. Must suck being old. Because the only thing I really brought aside from food and stuff like that over the weekend, I worked all weekend, so that is part of the reason. But um, I bought like food and stuff like that, and then I bought Pokemon Let's Go, which was full price, so it wasn't. Yeah. I um I told myself that if I was around sales, I would buy too much, so I had my friend drive me to Cleveland to ride my bike in an indoor mountain bike park. The mistake on the lake. But the day before Thanksgiving. I got the steal of a deal. I got a GoPro Hero 7 Black for a price that no one got it for. Because I know someone on the inside, so I didn't have to wait for that deal. I got a discount. That's right. That was my purchase. I didn't buy anything on Black Friday through the weekend. I just I bought myself a GoPro on someone else's employee discount. How much you spend? 300 and... When it was all said and done, 360 bucks. Ooh. Well, I uh, I was I was a little little hype about the plot twist, but Grim beat me out. I thought we were gonna say that I spent the most on Black Friday or for you the did. but yeah, mine I, was on Wednesday. It was yeah. before the sale. Doesn't count. I think I'm I, disqualified. I think we're counting it. I'm banned He's like disqual- Billy Mitchell. He's disqualified. I disqualified lied. for cheating. I lied. He lied. <laughs> um, I spent over three hundred dollars. I'm not oh sure how much, but I spent over three hundred dollars. Are you feeling okay? God. He did promise me that he'd be less frugal if I stopped doing a certain thing. Yeah, yeah. Test was being super annoying. I was like, I promise I will make some bad financial decisions if you never do that again. And he hasn't done it since. So wait, be annoying? No, it's no. Just, it was it was a, it's a specific tier of annoyance, oh, specific okay. irritation that came through on Snapchat, and I was like, oh, I don't ever want to hear that again. Yeah. So we just threatened to spend less money if I yeah. did it, and I couldn't do that to him. Yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> so you just have to threaten Tedite to spend money by being irritable. We and now then, know. And, yeah. We now know what we, <laughs> we need to find. If you trigger. guys could achieve what he sent me on Snapchat, I might consider buying something stupid. Interesting. Um, Interesting. But I, I bought a Nest thermostat, so that was a, a big, and it was a really good deal, but that was a big chunk of the money I spent. Yeah, yeah it's going to um, save you money in the long run, though. So, yeah. So, yeah, that, I love that, my Nest. That's kind of what I figured. Like, I've been wanting a, wanting one of these smart thermostats. Uh, I play you know, Snake on mine all got, the time. I got to be a, a frugal homeowner, you know, eventually save on those bills. Uh, but, you know, every year for Black Friday, uh, I go to Best Buy and I just stock up on like all the Marvel movies that were sold that year because you get them for like eight bucks or something like that. So spent a ton of movies, bought another Fire Stick, you know, just like different stuff like that on sale, but a ton of movies on the cheap. And then I bought my wife some clothes. So that was my my spending. Okay. Well, thanks, Robert. I feel, I feel, oh yeah, I had about a switch bag, but technically that was bought by Baxter. Oh. Like, Oh, I could take it back. I bought a no. That was pro- that was before too. Never mind. I bought that big Pikachu, but that was before. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't on sale really either, so it doesn't count. Yep. Oh, I, I this is the first year that I didn't uh, get any deals. No, no deals for you. All right, let's see. I think we have another email that was sent in. Uh, you know, it's it's in our email archives, and uh, being that we've all been uh, active in the world of Pokemon, which 
is unusual for the four of us to all be playing Pokemon at any given time. Or any game at all. <laughs> at any game at all. We're all tied into Pokemon. Uh, host of the Legend of Retro podcast here at GameZillaMedia.com, Xander sent us in a, a Pokemon-related question that I wanted to to ask. So everyone always uh, talks about the early Pokemon generations and how we like everyone's... Uh, we know how we like everyone's favorites, uh, Gen 1 and 2 Pokemon. But what about the later generations? Who is your favorite Pokemon from Gen 4 or later? Uh, Xander gave a shout-out to Hawlucha and Primarina, and I butchered the reading of that pretty bad, but hey, here we are. I mean, but hey. Primarina, come on, Xander. That's a terrible Pokemon. It's really not a good call. <laughs> my, my wife loves it, and uh, it evolves from Poplio, which I usually called Craplio. Oh, one time I called it Shitlio. Yeah. <laughs> <And> she, <laughs> yeah. She's like, come on! Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah. Um, but Hawlucha is cool, but Hawlucha, Meta, it's a terrible Pokemon to play yeah. as, but it's a cool design. Hawlucha is actually would be one of mine, along with uh, Rowlet. Ooh yeah, you're a Rowlet guy for yeah, sure. I mean that that that's my go-to. You give me you give me some of these uh these owl-esque uh, Pokemon, and I'm in. Anybody else want to not look at their phone and answer this question? I know you're actually doing work, but Jazzy's over there. I don't know. What Jazzy's he's doing. probably trying to learn any Pokemon that's not. <laughs> he's uh, like uh, Pikachu. Dratini. Yeah, none of them. I just didn't play past that generation. You didn't play Sun or Moon. I didn't X or Y. It. X or Y. Black or white? Sapphire, Alpha Sapphire. That, that, those are Gen 3. Most of my nice. favorite Pokemon come from Gen 1 or Gen 3. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really big into Salazzle. Okay, yeah, it's a good Pokemon. Because it could, po- it was the, uh, it was the fire poison type from the most recent generation. Okay. It only evolved if it was female. Hmm. And it could poison other poison types and it could poison steel types, which kind of flipped things up. You know, it was kind of cool. And I'm a fire type guy, so fire poison's a good, he really likes, good. He likes to burn shit to the ground. It's me. Obviously, like Incineroar, the dark fire wrestling cat. I mean, it, design wise, it, it plays into uh, my heart big time. Is Torkoal third or fourth generation? I don't know. Torkoal might have been third generation. I think Torkoal's third generation. Okay, well then. Jazzy would know for I, sure. Is Torkoal third or fourth generation? Because I love Torkoal. Um, Hexorus. I always thought Hexorus was a super cool design. Um, I was an Infernape guy, too. Uh, see, Infernape, I never really liked yeah, that much. Tepig. Oh, I love Tepig. Um, Hexorus. Oh, oh, Drapion. I think Drapion's a really cool I always Pokemon. said Drapion. And we all know I don't know how to read, so mm-hmm. you, probably re- you probably said it right. Um, how oh. are you feeling about Giratina? What about Darkrai? Darkrai spooky. Darkrai's all right. Garantina's sweet. Uh, Torkoal Gen 3, so Torkoal doesn't count. See, I told you Jazzy would know. Um, trying to think of other ones I like a lot. Ooh, I was a big Chandelure fan because that, that was like the first fire ghost type. Yeah, Chandelure. Until a new fire ghost type took my heart. Your boy Alolan Marowak? Yeah, I don't know if he counts. He's technically a Gen 1 Pokemon, but he's, you know. I from, One of my favorites from the, from the most recent Gen was actually Crab Brawler. Yeah. I <laughs> just thought he yeah. was a little punch drunk looking crab. I thought he was really cool. There um, was a, a new, um, what were they called? Ultra uh, Ultra Beasts from that I think was only in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And I forget, it, it's, um, I could just scroll down, but I'm not going to. It You got a poi, it was a poi pole was the name of the Pokemon that it evolved into a dragon poison type. I thought that was kind of cool. 
But Poipoles, he's a little cute, little little angry guy. Oh, I was totally sleeping on Bear Tick. I love Bear Tick. Okay. It's a polar bear. It's great. Oh, here, here, Jazzy's got something stupid to say. No, see, I looked mine up because I didn't know what gen it was because I'm a fan of melodic, but it's gen 3. What mm. about... what about? <laughs> it looks like Dratini. <laughs> right, yeah, That's yeah. right. 100%. <laughs> What about the guy that was in the raid um, for the for yeah, Halloween? Yeah, G- Garatina. Garatina, which is sweet. the the ghost dragon from yeah. uh, post game Gen Four. Yep, yep, that one. That it's a sweet Pokemon. Yep. Oh, uh, what about um? God, I don't remember a lot of their names anymore. Diggersby. What's the big like uh, Godzilla looking? Uh, Groudon. No. Are you talking about Hexorus? Tyranitar. Tyranitar. Oh yeah, that's Gen Two. That's oh, Gen Two. Oh. Man. I think no, I don't think it's t- no. I don't think I'm thinking him then. He's big, bi- green, and fat, and he's kind of fat. That's yeah, Tyranitar. Tyranitar. Okay. Man, man, don't look at me like I know what I'm talking about. You guys are the Pokemon masters. I just play it. I was an Aegislash fan too. It was just a couple sorts. See, I didn't like it. I, I it's weird. I really like Vanellux, the <laughs> ice cream cone Pokemon. Hated Aegislash. I think we've gone on with this question long enough. Have we? Nope. Grim's still looking. No, I was looking at uh, Tyranitar. Oh, I love uh, ta- uh, I like how what is um, Tapu the- Coco? Yeah. Oh, the the big frog, um, Seismitoad. I like Seismitoad. Oh, oh Seismitoad. Seismitoad's a body guy. Yeah, I like Seismitoad. Yes. What about your boy Metagross? I don't think That's he's Gen Three, idiot. Yeah. God damn it, Jazzy. He is my favorite. Stupid though. question. What about your friend Bulbasaur? <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear a Pikachu, you ass? I didn't know what Jenny was either, though, so it's okay. Man, I just didn't say it because I had a feeling it was before 4. This is what Jazzy Thought. gets to try to participate in a Nintendo conversation. Yeah, I don't have the time to just memorize what generation Pokemons are like <laughs> some people. <laughs> That's what I do. I go home and I'm like, Excadrill, uh, 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 4? You probably do. You probably have like an app on your phone that like quizzes you. It's definitely Gen Five, damn it. Better <laughs> 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 play your head more, bitch. I'm just on a website. I think that answered Xander's question. Yeah, I think we're done with this. What about Gallade? I liked Gallade. Meh. You do really like Gallade, and I, I never got why you like that Pokemon. I like Gardevoir more, but Gallade's also okay. You all about that bipedal Pokemon? That's me. All I right. like I like him with two pedals. That's uh, that's uh, emails. Xander, thanks for sending that uh, in. I hope you find a Pokemon that's better than Primarino-like. And, uh, again, also thanks to uh, Robert A.J. Baxington, a.k.a. Ecto. Oh. That's emails. Send yeah. them in. Info at com. Maybe I'll just butcher them and just get the general idea of your question out, or maybe I'll read it word for word. It all depends on what mood I'm in, because I'll do whatever the hell I want. Because be- I'm Billy Mitchell, bitch, and I got a mustache. If you like this podcast, because <laughs> no one did, <laughs> please hit that subscribe button, that heart emoji, the poop emoji. Give us five stars. Leave a leave a comment wherever it is that you listen to this podcast. All of our podcasts are available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. We are available. That's as in games, a little podcast on Spotify. I don't. Yeah, we special I like don't. that. But you can listen to all, all of our podcasts across many podcast applications. Please leave some feedback and hit that subscribe button. Help us out. And then head on over to gameslittlemedia.com where you can read our blogs, watch our YouTube content, and see everything else that's going on with GameZilla Media. I don't have anything else, guys. Uh, If anybody else has something to say, uh, raise your hand. No? Nothing? Free Billy! 
Get him out of prison. And that uh, has been episode 235 of the Games Little Podcast. Remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game, game on. on. Fuck you, Billy. You'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs>